Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a platform for both legendary and rising artists to tell their own personal stories on how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to speak with Maude Latour over Zoom video. Maude has lived in several different countries growing up, Denmark, China, New York City, and New York City is really where she spent a majority of her time. She goes to college in New York City now. Uh, spent time in high school in New York City as well. And that's where her music career really, really started. She started playing piano and guitar at a very early age, was always involved in chorus and choir. That was kind of her safe place when she was moving around through different countries and, and different schools growing up. But it wasn't until high school and a, and a breakup, of course, that sparked her to start writing music. She talked about a contract that her and her friend signed saying she had to write a certain amount of songs within a certain time period. She still has the paper. I told her she'll probably have to frame that thing in a few years. But that's really what got her her music career started. She told us all about her song Shoot and Run, which was really the first song that launched her career, got some Spotify playlists, got shared around different high schools around New York City, and that really validated her as a singer-songwriter. We also talk about the success of her song One More Weekend, which really blew up across a lot of social media platforms, especially on TikTok. Her getting signed to a major label over the course of quarantine and COVID. And we talk all about her most recent record, Strangers Forever. You can watch the interview with Maude on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be rad if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're an Amazon shopper, a portion of your everyday purchases will help support our podcast with just a few clicks. It's super easy. Please head over to our website, bringingitbackwards.com, and click on Amazon each time you begin your purchases. Those few extra clicks will help keep our mission of providing a platform for both legendary and rising artists to tell their personal stories on how they achieve stardom so that all artists and music enthusiasts have access to meaningful and memorable advice that will help inspire their own musical journeys. To recap, please head over to bringingitbackwards.com and click on Amazon before you make each and every purchase because a portion of that purchase will add up in a big way to help support our mission. Thank you so much. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Maude Latour. So this podcast is all about you and your journey in music, how you got to where you are now, and we'll talk all about your your brand new record as well. Yay. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for having me. Yes. So you said you're in uh, New York City. Is that where you were born and raised? Um, not born or raised. Oh, okay. Well, I was raised here, kind of, but um, I was born in Sweden, and I... Uh, wow. I'm half Dutch, so I've moved around a bit. Um, I moved to London and then New York, and then I went to middle school in Hong Kong, and then I moved back here for high school, and I still go, and I still live here. Um, oh my yeah. gosh! Wow. I've been a lot. Uh huh. Did you travel some like your parents' work, or like what was moving you around the world? Yes, it was for their work. As I was growing up, they were journalists, so they. We moved around following that, their jobs. Uh huh. That's a rad career path to, to kind of be a part of, I'd imagine. 
Uh-huh. It was definitely cool. I um, speak Chinese and, well, Dutch at home, but um, totally a big part of my life moving around and I still want to keep doing it as when I'm older and forever. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you have a kind of a career path that will will allow that, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. How did you get into music? Crazy question. Um, Yeah, I guess I was like, I guess I started just as a choir kid in like um, second grade or I wanted to sing at the school talent show and mm-hmm. I, it kind of just started from there. Um, I uh, I was in choirs just everywhere I moved. I would always join the choir and um, I all my friends were just musical friends and my safe space was being in the choir room in middle school. And then I moved back to New York for high school. Um, and there, my school had this acapella group that was so cool. And I, I was in the acapella group and all my best friends were in the acapella group. Um, and I did jazz band and I did kind of opera too. And I did like all different types of singing. And I was just always in the musical universe. And then um, in about 10th grade, I was, I, I guess I had a little heartbreak that felt big at the time. And mm-hmm. I wrote As my- they do in 10th grade. As they really freaking do. Um, right. Then I be I wrote my first song about it, and then uh, my friend was kind of like, "Hey, what if I make you write six songs?" I was talking about how I loved writing songs, and I was like, "Wait, I need someone to." Um, like, I don't know, let's, I asked her to make me sign a fake contract to write like six songs by December, (laughs) by winter break. And, and, and we did. And then I just started writing all the time. And wow. uh, Yeah. What a cool goal to, to have. Right. Are you still in contact with this person? Yes. Yep. Yep. We have this piece of paper. Like we've hit, we've kept this piece of paper for like, I don't know, seven, eight years now. Yeah. That's um, rad. That'll definitely be something I'm sure you'll frame up in your house uh, 20 years from now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it kind of started then. And then I started um, doing shows around the city. Like I would just book a like random pub or like a little venue. Well, like the bitter end, these tiny little venues and, um, mm-hmm invite as many people as I could and they I would just play all the songs that I had been working on and it would slowly start it slowly started growing from there yeah wow do you play an instrument or yeah I play piano guitar um yes I thought so so when did you start playing piano was that like a very early thing actually I'm self-taught piano like I I have terrible technique. It's hilarious when a piano player watches me play. It's so embarrassing. I like <laughs> the way I touch the keys is like disgusting. But um, it, I, yeah, I kind of just like learned all the chords and like that my chord, my knowledge is very like fake and simplistic, but I can play the chords I want to play. Yeah. <laughs> I find that cool though, to be honest. Like I've, I've talked to musicians that have no training and it was just kind of like them fumbling around on a guitar or piano and they're right. coming up with these notes and sounds that are totally different than if you were like at Berkeley and they're like, no, 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 no. These notes need to go like this. And like, you're not following the correct music theory like i think there's just something special about that 
Totally. It keeps it like in the realm of play and it's, it's, it's cool. I do. I am ready to like solidify some of my knowledge after I graduate <laughs> college. I will take on those projects a little more deeply. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about guitar? When did that come into your life? Guitar? Yeah. Same, same story. I guess I, um, yeah, I picked up my first guitar in like eighth grade. I guess I had been playing piano a bit longer. Um, yeah, I, it was also just like learning, learning off YouTube videos and, um, then learning bar chords and like, yeah, it's also just cheat ways to play and just like learning specific songs. I liked like stroke songs and, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's still, it's still that. It's not, it's not cheating. Right. I mean, I I can very, very poorly play guitar, but I'm a bit older than you. So it was like guitar tabs that I would learn and like, you know, trying to figure it out. It's all about just trying to tinker around and figure it out. But with YouTube, it's a bit better, I would think, because you can see the person's hands and go, okay, this is how the song goes. But yeah, yeah, it's cool. I I think playing an instrument's important. I'm definitely better at piano, probably. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I write more based on piano for sure. Did you write that first song on piano? Yep. Yep. Did you ever play it for the person that you wrote it about? Oh gosh, no. <laughs> Into New York City. Who knows? Who knows? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so once that song was written though, your friend must have thought, like, whoa, you got you have some talent, obviously. Like you need to write more and, and you know, we'll get these six songs done. And do you finish the songs in the time period you allowed yourself? Or was it like, oh, at this point I'm just gonna keep going, I don't care. Yeah, that that was like my junior year um, of high school. And then I think I wrote I someone challenged me to write like, I don't know, uh, like I liked having these number goals of how many songs I would write. Like, I think I wrote like a hundred songs in that year. Like, um, wow, totally. And then the one one of those songs ended up like being um the first song that i put out which was shoot and run so a year later it was my senior year um and we got to think of like a final senior year graduation project and my project was i was going to get one of these songs produced um and i picked yeah this one shoot and run that my friends like was a catchy one and that kind of is what started my career i put it on spotify and like the New York City, like other high schools, like knew about it, and everyone, like, yeah, and it it spread on like social media, and then it got picked up by a like random German playlist, like uh, like a few months after I put it out, and it's still like my one of my bigger songs, yeah. Yeah, it's huge on Spotify. I mean, uh, you're looking at like nearly seven million people have played yeah. it. Yeah, crazy. And it was my graduation project. Yeah. That is so cool. So, <laughs> and then when did you put it? And obviously it made your, your first EP that you put out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So once that song starts doing things, then, then what do you do? You're like, oh my gosh, like obviously validating. Right. Totally. Um, I was hype. I was, I was always very active on social media. And so I was just like 
shamelessly like hey guys thanks so much like it's so hype on it like i went to an all girls and other genders school and it was just such a warm place to like explore things and um like my classmates were so supportive i just like was not afraid to like promote this music and like everyone was just like yeah we love it Woo! And I was, like, that's yeah, cool yeah. that's so cool awesome. Yeah, and it was senior year, like top, we were on top of the world. It was awesome. Um, and then I, I, so I took a gap year after that. Um, between high school and college, I'd gotten into college, and I was gonna take a gap year. Um, and then let's see, there's multiple lengths of like, the long version and short version. Um, I and I had this gap year, and I was like promoting music. I and I made a few songs, more songs with the producers who made Shoot and Run, and we made a different EP called High School High, which is not on Spotify anymore. Um, and then I put that out. Yeah, I did some more shows, and then I found my manager by the end of my gap year, and he put me in different sessions. Um, put me in a session with Alexander Glantz, Alexander Twenty Three, and we made wow. Starsick and Plans, and I went mm -hmm. to LA for the first time and um met producers and like realized i could uh like pick every sound in the production and like started finding like what palette like felt like me and i learned so much more about production and um then i started college and my whole like friend group in college was just creative and so supportive and like it's just slowly kept building um the past like yeah since i've been in college and now i'm a senior in college wow and we go to syracuse i no, I've just played at Syracuse. Um, oh, like last week is probably. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw that. But I so I, I just assumed that you went there. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I go to Columbia in New York City. So. Oh, wow. Just as just as massive and, and prestigious of a school, right? <laughs> it's so it's so I'm in my yeah senior year trying so hard to finish. And Are you going for music? No, I'm not. I'm a philosophy major and an English minor. And yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool, though. I'm sure that helps with your lyrics. It does. It does. I love it. I mean, it's great to have. I've, it's been, I've always just been interested. I'm a very, I'm a curious person. I've always just, um, yeah, I, it, I'm not, yeah, it's not. Mm, I don't want to say it's not music, ride or die. That's not true. But it's, it's, I believe, I don't know. I read this book. Um, I was always like debating between my interests in like, I don't know, doing something in the world and music. And I read some book that was like, it's, I forget what it's called. Maybe it's how to steal like an artist, perhaps. Do you know that book? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. The art, I know what you're, I know it's something along those lines. I know exactly what you're what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name either. Totally. I think it might it could be that. Maybe is it's it the art of the steel. Oh, or, it, or no, because there's like, the art of the deal. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a little picture book, kind of like uh, maybe eh, whatever. Right. Great. I think it's, it's how a to book. Steal. Yeah. <laughs> how to steal like an artist? Um, and they're like, do not choose between your passions. Never let. And it, of course, we don't have to choose between our passions. Like we're all interdisciplinary, different layered people. And like, yeah. So the philosophy, the school part of my life and my brain is so, so contributes to my music and my music contributes to my school part for sure and yeah i, I hope to never choose my passions they all they all get to live yeah
I love that. I love that. And after having, you know, obviously the success of shoot and run, you also have had with one more weekend, a huge song. And what yeah. was that like the next kind of big milestone victory in your career? Yeah, kind of. So I, I, um, after my freshman year of college, I, I put out star sick EP. So it was mm-hmm. like those six songs I made throughout that year. And then I started early in the pen in the pandemic, like, um, with furniture. Yeah. And then one more weekend and then one more weekend has, has had this moment, like, um, yeah it's still it's funny it hasn't had a specific moment it's just like slowly building and it's still going and we're all just like what's happening like it's um it's cool it's a i love that song yeah it goes really hard live i've just had two shows in the post-pandemic world and um mid-pandemic world and it is um yeah it's 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 a fun song it's a fun Mm -hmm. song was uh-huh. that and that kind of popped off what initially on TikTok? Like I don't know how much it wasn't ever like a viral sound on TikTok or anything, uh-huh. but like my videos singing about it, singing it or doing it, um, have gone have had a couple of viral moments, but uh-huh. um, I don't know. I guess it's like people become fans from TikTok from seeing me like promote my music on TikTok. Um, and then it's been, it's just been slowly spreading. I don't think it's been like TikTok viral technically. Um, Got it. Yeah. It's just, yeah. everything is just, yeah, it's kind of had a bunch of moments that drew it to where it is now. Exactly. exactly. And you just released your latest record, Strangers Forever. Oh. I love that. Um, and, and you also have a big, a, a record label now, right? Oh my goodness, yeah. What was that like? Talk to me about getting that deal. And like, I mean, you're in college still. Like, I, I would imagine that's something you're like, well, now I have this, you know, kind of a new journey, new path in life, right? Uh-huh. Totally, totally, totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I guess it was in one of these TikTok moments where um, like a couple TikToks at once, like moving about la- last February. Um, and I had been independent. I was with the distributor for like a, a few songs, like four songs. Um, and oh my goodness. Yeah. Like this song walk backwards. A few of my videos were just moving at once and one more weekend was moving and everything. And then the label started reaching out and it was like deep COVID. Like it was, um, yeah, we were, I was like at home and this, you know, this week of like, you're that you're told about of like then the labels all want to take you to dinner and then they're right. all you and it was all in my bedroom like i was all on zoom i'd get dressed up put like my um, cool artist outfits on and like be in my bedroom talking to on zooms with like all the different labels like um and my roommates would be like at the door like listening in and i'd be like hey like what's up like, <laughs> um, it was just a crazy couple weeks of like oh my god i was like i was kind of stre- stressed i was also giddy like my i got a bad grade on like some essay because i like was did stop doing work i was like oh my god and and then yeah one one label kind of narrowed narrowed down and and um yeah then i signed like in june turns it takes a freaking second but um of course I signed in june and then i was in la this past summer 
um, doing sessions every day. It's been a big transition to be with a label. I think I'm still getting my foot in and, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I put out two songs with them now and yeah, yeah. I want to talk about it though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about it. There's strangers forever is the EP that's out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, was that a prog? Was that what was, what came out of those LA sessions or did you have the prior? Okay. It came out of those LA sessions. Well, they were all strangers forever is like six pieces, six little pieces of songs that I wrote during like 2020 COVID quarantine home every day um for uh, six little pieces that i brought in and then they all became like a massive song yeah does that make okay. sense yeah, yeah no it does so once you make it so you come out there and what was it like working with these producers and like these big was that overwhelming intimidating yeah, i mean honestly i did most of my time i think i really just prefer working with I doing a bunch of days with one person um, and go being able to go deep and like with one person. Um, and I was doing mostly like different sessions every day, like every day, like legit, like no days off. Like there were no weekends. It was, I did at least fucking like, I don't know. Eight, it would be crazy for it to be like 70 sessions, like back to back, like, Obviously, within the 70, I had days off, but over the summer, it was just, it was so many sessions for sure. And it was, it was, it was definitely hard. It was definitely hard um, because that's not really how I get inspired. Like I definitely, I write mostly on my own and I prefer to bring in something. Um, And yeah, and I, so I ended up making the things I'm, um, that will come out with one producer who made one more weekend with me. And he's like kind of the producer who I've done the most with. And we spent like about, I don't know, six weeks together over the summer making new music. Yeah. Wow. And that was all done in LA. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, well, what was, you said you had like six like ideas that came in and, and became mm-hmm. strangers forever, but they, cause you included what, like one more weekend of some of the songs that you had already released. Is that what you're saying? I mean, um, like every section of strangers forever was kind of like a totally separate idea that like emerged. like the like verses were on their own like good thing you want to be over forever um and then i had a whole other song called strangers forever that was like strangers forever and then that became the piece and then i had another song that was like I love you, but you want to be somebody else's baby. Like, and they all, I didn't know they were all the same song. Like they were all just kind of sections. I frequently just build little sections and then. Oh, and you kind of intertwined it together. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Wow. (laughs) And you said you got, you, you finished some other songs and they're in those sessions as well that are kind of waiting to be, well, you just put this record out. Yes, exactly. So we're finishing up this chapter. I really like this chapter is now finished up. It's, um, I really like having them as like little chapters, these EPs and like having them be on the same project with the same kind of thesis statement. Like this is definitely all this heartbreak written on reflecting on it, this specific heartbreak. Um, 
And yeah, I think this EP is just like a, is it's supposed to be heartbreak medicine. I do think all these songs can cure any heartbreak. And um, yeah, and now, and then I started working on kind of what my next project will look like and planting those seeds. And hopefully that's my like debut album situation. I'm speaking it into the world. Um, yeah, but it's like, I'm I'm so over writing about heartbreak. Oh my god, I don't want to write any more fucking love songs. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, it's all about it's kind of non love songs. Perhaps love ends up maybe there. Maybe I'll write a love song. Who knows? But not a heartbreak. God, like I, I'm just over that phase. And I wrote so much during my heartbreak, but um, so much, like too much. Like I lived in it because it was so fruitful and inspiration and like. Oh my God, I meet, I am so excited to ask myself whole new questions about what my music, what I'm trying to immortalize and like what, um, yeah, what I, what's inside my body and soul and, and yeah, so I'm, I'm so, the next project is what keeps me going. I, I, yeah, I'm very excited. That is super exciting. I don't know if you can share any, you said it's not about heartbreak. Is there like an underlying theme you have? I mean, literally no one knows about this project except for me. Um, <laughs> but like, totally. I mean, I think it's a lot about like, perhaps like entering like the world inside one's own head and just like experience exploring it and i'm it's a lot about new york i think i've been trying to write an ode to new york um because this is so how i started making music and everything's always been about new york but like one final like kind of stuffing every my whole life um my whole new young adult to now life in a bottle of yeah new york and like the magicness of life and ma imagination and like inner worlds. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, I, I love what you're doing so far. So I'm sure this is going to be equally, if not, you know, amazing. Oh, yeah. So thank you so much. And I really appreciate you doing this. I have one more quick question for you before uh, I let you go. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Ooh, so much. Um, yeah, I would try to write, I, like my my tips for it is totally trying to write like literally setting a number for how many songs because it's sometimes i think we get like stuck on some songs we've written and we there's better stuff inside of us that we haven't written yet you gotta just keep getting it out so like write like 25 songs in like three months or four months or something and one of those will when you find the magic one like i think it can really stand out um and then booking these shows like i think just like booking a future date for a show like in advance and like working towards that show writing towards that show and like literally just shamelessly self-promoting like trying to get all your friends to come i've had shows with five people in the audience two people in the audience like 47 people in the audience however and just like having these commemoration shows for all the things you've written and like people are so excited to hear them like um yeah so just doing it like when and once you're doing that once you're doing shows like that like you're doing it yeah um but